Before we dive into the episode, I wanted to let you know I have a free on-demand masterclass called Five Steps to Writing a Novel Without Letting Perfectionism or Procrastination Get in the Way. In this free training, I cover things like where perfectionism comes from, how it's directly linked to procrastination, and what you can do right now to start making real progress with your writing. I also talk about the problem with popular plotting methods and how they can do more harm than good, especially if you're brand new to writing. And last but certainly not least, I share some of the most common mistakes I see writers make so you can avoid them and make this the year you finish your novel. If this sounds like something you're interested in, you can sign up for free at savannagilbo.com forward slash training. One more time, that's savannagilbo.com forward slash training to get your hands on this free masterclass. So usually this breakup is only temporary until each of the characters overcome whatever's holding them back from true love. So essentially, they can't yet live happily ever after because one or both of them hasn't learned the lesson of the story yet. So that internal wound or that false belief is just too much and it's still holding them back from happiness. And speaking of that, this scene usually happens around the end of Act 2, so right around that all is lost moment when all hope really does seem lost. And the best breakup scenes or the best separation scenes are the ones in which it seems super unlikely that the characters are going to reunite at the end. So yes, the reader expects there to be a happily ever after ending, but you do kind of want the readers to have their doubts about how they're actually going to get together or if they're going to get together, right? Welcome to the Fiction Writing Made Easy podcast. My name is Savannah Gilbo, and I'm here to help you write a story that works. I want to prove to you that writing a novel doesn't have to be overwhelming. So each week, I'll bring you a brand new episode with simple, actionable, and step-by-step strategies that you can implement in your writing right away. So whether you're brand new to writing or more of a seasoned author looking to improve your craft, this podcast is for you. So pick up a pen and let's get started. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the key scenes that every romance novel needs to have in order to work and to satisfy fans of the genre. I'm also going to show you how these key scenes show up in the movie Pride and Prejudice. So if you're writing a romance novel, this episode is for you. And if not, don't worry because I'm going to cover each of the other genres soon. Before we dive in, let's quickly talk about what makes a romance story or what makes the romance genre unique. Romance novels center around two individuals falling in love despite the odds, despite the risks, and despite the opposing forces in their life. These stories can have any tone or style, be set in any time or place, and have various levels of sensuality or heat. They can even include various subplots as long as the love story remains the focus of the novel. Most of the time, these stories end in happily ever after, or at the very least, happily for now. And this is really important because people who choose to read romance novels expect this kind of ending. They want to experience all the butterflies and excitement of falling in love without having to take any of the risks or be vulnerable themselves. And by the end of the story, they want to see love win. So they want to see love conquer all and they want to see these characters get their happily ever after ending. And like all genre fiction, you have to deliver the emotional experience readers are looking for if you want your story to work. To deliver this emotional experience, you need to include the obligatory scenes and conventions of your genre in your novel. So like I mentioned earlier, today we're going to look at the obligatory scenes of the romance genre. And in case you've never heard this term before, obligatory scenes are the events, decisions, and discoveries that move the protagonist along his or her journey from A to Z. And they're what help us writers write a story that works and evoke emotional reactions in our readers. 
So now we're going to take a look at what these key scenes are and how they show up in the movie Pride and Prejudice. And if you're wondering why I'm going to walk you through these key scenes in a movie, it's simply because movies require less of a time investment, and I'm hoping you've either seen the movie Pride and Prejudice or that you'll at least watch it after listening to this episode to help you cement these key scenes in your mind. So of course you can and you should study these key scenes in your favorite romance novels, but for today, we're just going to look at them in a movie. And as I go through these key scenes, I want you to consider why each of these scenes needs to be in a romance novel or what purpose they serve in the narrative. You're probably going to notice that each of these key scenes has a very specific role in taking the protagonist on a journey from start to finish. And because of that, you can really use these six key scenes to help you craft an outline or a first draft of a story that works. And if you want to see how these key scenes show up in a few other stories, you can check out the blog post that goes along with this episode that also includes examples from Twilight and Something's Gotta Give. I'll make sure to link to that blog post in the show notes, but for now, let's dive into the six key scenes that every romance story needs to have and how those six key scenes show up in the movie Pride and Prejudice. The first key scene your romance novel needs to have is a scene where the lovers meet for the first time. Or if your characters already know each other, this could be a scene where they first appear on the page together. Sometimes this scene is referred to as the meet-cute, and it's almost always the global inciting incident of your story. So it's the thing that really kicks off the plot. In the movie Pride and Prejudice, this is when Elizabeth and Jane Bennett meet Mr. Darcy and Mr. Bingley at the town ball. So this is the first time the lovers meet. And what's great about this scene is that we really get to see the tone of each relationship immediately. So Mr. Bingley and Jane are sweet and polite, whereas Mr. Darcy and Elizabeth are more witty and sharp-tongued. So that's the first key scene, a scene where the lovers meet. The second scene you'll want to include in your romance novel is a scene where your couple shares their first kiss or some kind of intimate moment. Now, not all love stories are going to have physical intimacy, so you're going to want to consider what makes sense considering the heat level of your novel. If you're writing more of a sweet romance, you might show them sharing an intimate moment where they hold hands or share some kind of dream for the future or where one of them does something nice for the other. The point here is to just show your couple moving closer to that sense of intimacy and romance. So in Pride and Prejudice, this is when Mr. Darcy asks Elizabeth to dance at the Meriton Ball. This is that first moment where we see each of them let their guard down just a little bit and share a dance. And I really like this scene because you can almost imagine that each of them is kind of thinking, well, what if this person could be the one for me? But they can't linger in that world of what if for too long because they haven't quite learned the lesson of the story yet. So their pride and their prejudice is still getting in the way of true love. So that's the next key scene, a scene where the first kiss or the first intimate moment happens between your characters. The next scene you're going to want to include in your story is a scene where one or both of your characters confesses their feelings. This doesn't necessarily mean that one of your characters has to outright say I love you to the other one, but it does have to be made known that one or both of your characters' feelings are no longer platonic. This scene usually happens somewhere around the midpoint of a story because it's the moment that really raises the stakes for your characters. So now they know and the readers know what's truly at stake and what's truly on the line. So in Pride and Prejudice, this is when Mr. Darcy confesses his love to Elizabeth and says that despite his better judgment and despite her family's status in society, he's fallen in love with her and he wants to be married. 
And this is probably my favorite scene in the movie, Pride and Prejudice, because it's romantic and it's raining and it's just a fun scene. And especially because of the way Elizabeth reacts, but we're going to get to that in a second. So this is actually a really good example of a scene where only one character confesses their love because Elizabeth does not seem to share Mr. Darcy's feelings at this moment, especially after he says what he says in the way that he says it. So anyway, the third key scene is a scene where one or both of your characters confesses their feelings for the other. The next scene you're going to want to include in your story is a scene where your characters break up or separate. So usually this breakup is only temporary until each of the characters overcome whatever's holding them back from true love. So essentially, they can't yet live happily ever after because one or both of them hasn't learned the lesson of the story yet. So that internal wound or that false belief is just too much and it's still holding them back from happiness. And speaking of that, this scene usually happens around the end of Act 2, so right around that all is lost moment when all hope really does seem lost. And the best breakup scenes or the best separation scenes are the ones in which it seems super unlikely that the characters are going to reunite at the end. So yes, the reader expects there to be a happily ever after ending, but you do kind of want the readers to have their doubts about how they're actually going to get together or if they're going to get together, right? So in Pride and Prejudice, this moment occurs at the same time as the confession of love scene. So right after Mr. Darcy says he's in love with Elizabeth and wants to get married, she doesn't just turn him down. She turns him down and lists all the reasons why she dislikes him and why a relationship with him would just never work out. So at this point, as a viewer of the movie, you're kind of thinking, okay, yikes, that was a little bit intense. And now what's going to happen, right? So as viewers, we hope that there's a happily ever after ending coming, but we don't quite know how it's going to happen yet or how they're going to recover from this. And to me, that's the fun part. So that's the fourth key scene, a scene in which your characters break up or separate so that they can go off and really learn the lesson of the story before coming back together. The next scene you're going to want to include in your love story is the proof of love scene. And this is the most important scene in a romance novel. So it's the climactic event that readers have been waiting for since page one. And the key component to a great proof of love scene is that one of the characters should sacrifice something for the happiness of the other. And not only that, but they need to do it without any hope that their action's going to change the feelings of the other characters. So they're simply sacrificing something so that the other character can be happy and because they love that character so much. So what does this sacrifice look like? Well, a character could sacrifice a part of themselves. They could sacrifice taking a job in a different state. They could sacrifice a bad habit or a way of life or an outdated belief system. They could sacrifice money. I mean, you name it, it could literally be anything, right? But what you're looking for with this sacrifice is something that proves your character has learned the lesson of the story. So if we look at the movie Pride and Prejudice, Elizabeth learns that Mr. Darcy has sacrificed a part of his fortune to someone he despises in order to protect Elizabeth's family from disgrace and to ensure that Elizabeth is happy. So not only did he sacrifice his money, but he did all of it without any kind of hesitation. And it's this sacrifice that causes Elizabeth to realize she's been wrong about Mr. Darcy, and it's what makes her want to devote herself to him going forward. So that's Mr. Darcy's proof of love moment. Now, another great thing about this movie is that we get to see Elizabeth's proof of love scene too. And this happens when Lady Catherine confronts Elizabeth about the rumor that she and Mr. Darcy are engaged. 
So Lady Catherine asks Elizabeth to promise that she's never going to enter into an engagement with Mr. Darcy, but Elizabeth refuses. And when Mr. Darcy finds out, he takes this as a proof of Elizabeth's feelings towards him. So it's what gives him the courage to come back and try again for Elizabeth's hand in marriage. So that's key scene number five, the proof of love scene. The last key scene you're going to want to include in your romance novel is a scene where the lovers get back together and commit to one another. And this is that glimpse at the happily ever after, or at the very, very least, the happily for now moment that readers have been waiting for. So it's that emotional payoff that answers the question that was raised in the beginning of the story. And it was a question of, are these characters are going to get back together or not? So you're answering that question for the reader. In Pride and Prejudice, we get to see Mr. Darcy ask for Elizabeth's hand in marriage again, and this time she says yes. So they kiss and they head to the Bennett house where Mr. Darcy asks Mr. Bennett for Elizabeth's hand in marriage. And then at the very final scene in the movie, we get to see Mr. and Mrs. Darcy wonderfully happy and in love. So that's key scene number six, the lovers reunite and there's that glimpse at happily ever after. And those are the six key scenes you need to include in your love story for it to work. Now, you might be thinking, okay, these sound pretty obvious, but you'd be surprised how many drafts I see that are actually missing these key moments. And sometimes it's not even that drafts are missing these key moments, but instead the writer has downplayed these key moments or these key moments have been glossed over. And that's just doing the reader a disservice because like we talked about earlier, these key scenes are the ones that readers come to romance novels for. So you really want to include them in your story in an impactful and meaningful way. Now let's recap what those six key scenes of the romance genre are. Key scene number one is a scene where your characters meet or appear on the page together for the first time. Key scene number two is a scene where your characters share their first kiss or their first intimate moment. And remember, this depends on the heat level of your romance. So if you're writing more of a sweet romance, you're probably going to want to err more on the side of some kind of intimate moment versus a full-blown kiss. But every story is different. Key scene number three is a scene where one or both of your characters confesses their feelings for the other. This doesn't have to be an outright I love you, but it should be clear that things are no longer platonic for one or both of your characters. Key scene number five is a scene where your characters break up or separate temporarily so that they can go off and learn the lesson of the story. Key scene number five is a scene where one or both of your characters proves their love by sacrificing something so that the other character can achieve happiness. And finally, key scene number six is a scene where the lovers reunite and come back together. As a freebie for this episode, I created a cheat sheet that lists out each of these key scenes for the romance genre. You can download that at savannahgilbo.com forward slash romance. The cool thing about these six key scenes is that you can use them to map out your story, whether you're writing a contemporary romance, a historical romance, or a romance that takes place in a made-up fantasy world. You can even use them to map out a romantic subplot in your story, too. So no matter how you're looking at it, you can use these key scenes to help you construct your story and then figure out how to deliver them in new and unexpected ways. And if you can do that, you're not only going to write a story that works, but you're probably going to gain fans for life, too. So that's it for today's show. As always, I want to thank you so much for tuning in and showing your support. If you want to check out any of the links I mentioned in this episode, you can find them over at savannahgilbo.com forward slash podcast. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the show because there's going to be another brand new episode coming out next week. 
If you're an Apple user, I'd really appreciate it if you took a few seconds to leave a quick rating and review. Your ratings and reviews tell iTunes that this is a podcast that's worth listening to. And in turn, that helps this show get in front of more fiction writers just like you. So that's it for today's show. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, happy writing.